Hey, good morning everyone. Uh, hope you're doing well this morning. Hope you are warm and dry. Uh, we had some snow at the house this morning and now we're getting uh, rain and uh, we're hunkered down. Uh, praying we don't get too much more nasty or too much rain uh, or, or ice really is the concern. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're warm, we're dry, the lights are on and we are joining you now. Yeah, we're praising the Lord for that. We know some of you woke up to a, a lot more snow, uh, depending on where you live in the county. We live in such a diverse region. Um, so some of you really enjoyed a beautiful white morning, and some of you woke up and were probably a little disappointed. But we we really want to just keep in mind the linemen and the winds. The winds have already picked up at our house quite a bit. We really want to be praying for their safety. And of course, if, if your power goes out and, and you're in need, then you know, certainly reach out to us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as we get started this morning, we just wanted to uh, give a few reminders. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have some time of prayer together, and uh, we're going to look at God's Word together. And uh, so let me just share a couple of things with you. We are planning to have regular scheduled activities for the rest of the week. We think the, the weather should just affect us today, Wednesday, for Bible studies and the meal and all the Wednesday night activities. We're, we're planning those as normal. Uh, so please plan to, to join us as you normally would this week. Also this Friday and Saturday, the men's conference. Uh, we are planning to go with that. Looking forward to a great time of uh, fellowship, digging into God's word. Pastor Darrell told me we've got over 100 men awesome. registered. Uh, and it's not too late. I would say, uh, if you still haven't registered, call the church office. Um, and, and let us know, send us a message on Facebook or through our website. Let us know you still want to come. Uh, there is a possibility, good possibility, that the office will be closed tomorrow, but uh, in today's uh, day of technology, there are many ways to let us know you're coming and we will save a spot for you. And you, you know, you mentioned the Wednesday night activities as, as normal. So excited to just the Bible studies that kicked off this week. Just the response was really overwhelming. And we're thrilled to see the Esther study that's going on with Sandy Schreiner. So excited about the Experiencing God study that's happening. The men's Bible study kicked off. Women's Bible study on Wednesday night will start again with 1st, 2nd, 3rd John. They're just starting this coming Wednesday. But all of these, if they didn't start last week, it's not too late to just join in right where they're at. And so we just really encourage you, be equipped. And these are resources. And to that end, it's a good time just to mention our discipleship hour on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock where we have Sunday schools, discipleship groups meeting. If you have not joined in that yet, um, we have an awesome young marriage group that's happening, uh, young families that maybe have young children. That's an incredible group. Uh, there's discipleship for, for women. There's incredible teaching with Dick Kreider, with um, who are other Sunday school teachers? Uh, the adult classes would be Dick Kreider, uh, Larry Schreiner, yeah. Bob Ayers, yes. Gail Arnold, mm -hmm. and uh, Wayne and Judy Jolly. Yeah, and so um, just really great opportunity. And during that time, we have quality and excellent teaching for your children as well. You know, one of the things I was talking to one of the middle school teachers, and she said, so often she her experience is that when she gets these students um, if they haven't grown up in the church they don't know this the accounts of scripture they don't know the historical um, stories that took place in the old testament 
And so that discipleship hour is vital for your children to be equipped and discipled in God's Word. So take advantage. Yeah, yeah great opportunities. Not this morning, uh, but next Sunday we'll be back and uh, look forward to seeing you there. Also wanted to just give a reminder for the new members luncheon on January the 30th. If you're newer to the church and haven't been to a new members luncheon before, um, and, or if you just recently joined, we would invite you to stay after the service on January the 30th, and you'll find out more about the church and what's going on, and we'll enjoy some good food together as well. Yes, yeah. Jeff, are you going to sing this morning? I was just thinking about that. We're, we don't have a praise and worship team. I wonder if no. you might offer a solo. I'm a, more of a <laughs> sing a joyful heart, make, sing, a, joyful make a joyful noise yeah. to the Lord, but it's mostly in my mind. Uh, <laughs> so probably not singing out loud this morning. Uh, but if you are planning to come to the new members lunch and call the office and let us know you're coming so that we can make plans. Yes. Um, also coming up, just the, this is a save the date, I think they like to say. Uh, save the date, February 13th, we will, do, we will be back with our annual CLBC dessert auction. And this is our biggest fundraiser for the year for our summer camp ministry uh, where so many kids come for a free week of camp and they get to hear about the love of God and what Jesus has done for them. I love this event. We've been doing it now for many, many years. The very first year we did it, we actually had snow and we yeah. thought, oh my goodness, are we going to do it or not? But we we held the event and um, it was astounding how much money was, was raised by the members of the House of Prayer. I would just say this, this is an opportunity to give beyond your uh, your tithes this is where we give our just our offerings and we get to as a family we kind of plan and we discuss and, and pray and decide this is how much we're going to give and the lord just puts that on our heart and every year it is one of the most if you've not been yet i want you to come first of all the cakes they usually are no shorter than this and i don't know if that fits in the frame they're amazing if you are a baker and you want to bake a cake, please reach out to me. I still have some slots left that I need to fill, and these these cakes are amazing. Yeah. But what's really shocking is to see tens of thousands of dollars that is just given out of the generosity of people's hearts to send children to camp. And every year, God shows up, and we see children come to know Jesus Christ as their Savior as a result of that time. So yeah, yeah, it's um, I, I've never seen uh, so much fun had at a fundraiser. Yeah, it's like a fundraiser, not it a fundraiser. Fun. It is a fun. It, <laughs> yeah. it, we raise fun and funds, yeah. uh, so it's a really good time. Yeah. And mark your calendars, February thirteenth. And we'll look forward to, to being together for that. All this information yeah. and more is in the is in the bulletin, and of course. Nobody handed you a bulletin this morning, but you can go to our website. Information is on the website. You can also find uh, the bulletin for more information there. Uh, if you're if you're thinking, man, I'm not at church, I usually drop off uh, my tithe and my offering this morning. You can make a donation online as well, and that's that's something that you could set up. Uh, a lot of people like that feature as well, and so uh, that's all on our website, and uh, you can look there for it. Or they can bring it by the church. We'll be here. Yeah. yeah, we'll be there during the week. So um, let's just have a time of prayer together. Um, and uh, then we're going to start to uh, look at God's Word together. Heavenly Father, thank you for uh, technology. Uh, thank you that even on an inclement day that we can um, we can be together. We can have a, a sense of community. It's certainly not the same, but it is uh, something that you've allowed us to have. And so we'll be thankful and we'll rejoice in that. 
Uh, Lord, for, for those, as Sarah mentioned, uh, that are out working the roads or uh, working to restore power uh, for our emergency personnel uh, serving in a variety of ways, we just ask uh, that you grant safety, uh, particularly with um, knowing that the, the worst is probably still yet to come. So we just ask for those that are um, required to be out in the weather today. Uh, Lord, we pray for those who continue to um, recover and heal from COVID, uh, particularly that's something that's uh, uh, just still widespread. And of course, uh, many others with a variety of illness and, and needs this morning, we just ask uh, that you would meet them where, they, where they're at, that you would uh, encourage them this morning, that you'd strengthen them, that you'd provide healing where healing is needed. Uh, Lord, thank you for loving us. Thank you for sending your son. Uh, and uh, we just ask that you would be honored during our time together this morning. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God is good. <laughs> all the time. And all the time. God is good. Jeff, I, I was thinking about just the, um, the years that we have had a big snow day. Yeah. And um, just remembering like the, we, our boys were at home and we would just want to seize that time. We would want to grab it and, you know, be purposeful with, with it. And you think about, oh, it's a day off. What do you want to do? Um, one of the things that we, we did, I remember one year we built an igloo. And we, a literal igloo, and we slept in it. Yeah. Us, the two boys, Jeff is six foot two, and our chocolate lab at the time. That was a great memory, and we still, we still look back at those pictures and, and just think about the, um, the relationships and the, that were cemented during those years when our kids were little. So I just think about families with kids, and if we do get more snow, um, I pray that you just make memories together, but also if we don't get snow, then just taking this day to be purposeful and allow the Lord to, to use it for eternal purposes. Yeah, there's there's a, it's almost like it's a it's a forced pause or reset. Yeah. Um, and so um, I would just encourage you, and we'll try to do the same. Uh, just relax a little bit today if you're able to. Um, maybe read a book or play a game together. Uh, if if the, the cold interests you, then get out there and, and enjoy some snow. But um, just 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 take a few minutes. <laughs> now you would go out for the for the boys. For the boys, I went yeah. out, but our boys are gone, and yeah. so I can I can assure you, she I'm not outside with me today. <laughs> um, but just thinking thinking about the weather yeah. uh, coming in yesterday, and uh, I read this passage um, yesterday morning. Actually, I didn't read it. I listened to it. I was using my Bible app, so I listened to it. And um, it's the account where Elijah and uh, the, the false Baal prophets faced off on Mount Carmel. And, uh, and, and you're familiar with the story. And if you're not, 1 Kings chapter 18. Uh, it's a great chapter where um, Elisha uh, stood off against the prophets of Baal. And the, and the question was, whose God was real. And, and of course, uh, God showed up in a very uh, real and powerful way. And uh, there was no question that, uh, that the, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, the God of Israel, was the one true God. And so it's a great, it's a great account to, to read, particularly if you're at home with the kids and they might, might not be too sure of that story. It's a great day to uh, read 1 Kings chapter 18. But the next chapter, chapter 19, um, 
so this is the time where Ahab was the king of Israel, and uh, his wife Jezebel, they were both evil. And so uh, after this happened, and, and essentially the prophets of Baal were embarrassed, and of course this is the God that uh, Ahab and Jezebel worship. So Jezebel said she was going to kill Elijah, and he, he, he fled, uh, said he traveled a long distance, and ended up staying in a cave on Mount Horeb, which many believe would have been Mount Sinai. Uh, so that, this is where we're gonna, this is where I want to pick up. I want to read a few verses this morning. Uh, this is from 1 Kings chapter 19, and we'll start to read in verse 9. Uh, speaking of Elijah, there he came to a cave and lodged in it. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him and said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah said, I've been very jealous for the Lord, the God of hosts. He said, I have been faithful to, to worship and to obey the true God. For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant, thrown down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. And I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. So basically Elijah is saying, look, I'm, I'm by myself. I have been true. I have been faithful. I have been obedient. And, and, and everyone's against me. Uh, and so this was God's response to Elijah. Go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And, be, and behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. Now imagine, we've, we're getting some wind today. We'll probably get some more, enough to down some, some trees and maybe some power lines. or yeah. um, I don't know if telephone lines are still in the air or, or not, but um, causing a disruption, a disruption for us. But this wind broke the rocks in pieces. Wow. This was a wind. But continuing to read, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. So these things literally happened as he's there. As he's there. The I guess wind, we through it fast, but to think about. Yeah, so this is probably not like a 30-second event. Right. The wind is tearing apart the rocks and yeah. it subsides, and God wasn't in the wind. Then an earthquake rumbles the ground, probably dislodging more rocks, uh, but God wasn't in the earthquake. <laughs> after the earthquake, a fire but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And behold, there came a voice to him. So we have the wind, we have the earthquake, we've got the fire. And I find Elijah's response to the whisper the most interesting. He hears a whisper after the wind, after the earthquake, after the fire, there's a whisper. And when he hears the whisper, that's when he covers his face. He knew. He knew it was God. And he knew that man could not see God and live. So he covered his face and the voice of God came to him uh, in just a small whisper. So it kind of, So I listened to that yesterday and, of course, thinking about the wind, the rain, the snow, the sleet, uh, a variety of, of weather-related items that, right. that you know, we were expecting for today. And now, of course, experiencing, uh, we've, we've, at our house, we've had wind, we've had rain, and we've had snow. 
And it's not so much I'm looking out the window to see if God is in any of those things. And okay, so I've experienced some weather, now I'm going to come in and cover my face and see if I can hear a whisper. Um, but it, to me, it's just been a reminder that we need to, every day, mm. be looking and listening, yeah, listen. looking where God's working, uh, and listening to what He's saying to us. Sometimes, uh, lots of times, He speaks to us through His Word, and so that's why we encourage daily Bible reading and, and study. Um, he speaks to us when we pray to him, as we, as we talk to him, we, we should pause and listen. It's easy just to say what we want to say and then move on, but it's good to pause, reflect, uh, to listen, and really just to hear what God has for us. And so, um, as we said earlier, we've used these kinds of days in the, in the past, especially when the boys were younger, to have family days and to play games and to watch movies and to read and to get out in the snow and adventure. and. Um, but it's also a great day to stop, to reflect, uh, to listen to what God's saying to us. Psalm 46.10 says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Um, those are facts. I will be exalted in the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So here's the question. Will he be exalted in you? Will he be exalted in me? Uh, and he is exalted when we take the time to stop, to listen, to hear, and respond mm -hmm. uh, to what God's saying to us. Yeah. And, the, you know, it says be still and know. And so the, the word still and know or come to a complete understanding, uh, they're connected by that conjunction and, and so stillness is associated with our understanding that He is God. And I think we have a hard time really wrapping our head around, He's God. He's God in the circumstances that we're facing. He's God when your children are sick and you're at the ER. He's God when your, your spouse has a terminal diagnosis and you're walking that road. He's God when you're newly married and you, the person you married doesn't seem quite the same as the one you were dating. He's God, but to be able to be reminded of that, we have to be still and slow down. Yeah. So one of the, one of the tools that I've been using this new year um, I, we got these over the Christmas break, and this is called Psalms in 30 Days. It's, it's uh, put together by Trevin Wax, mm -hmm. and um, the neat thing about it is that it takes you through the entire book of Psalms in 30 days, but there, it's, it's set so that there are scheduled readings, that you would do a reading in the morning, a reading kind of midday, and then a reading in the evening. And um, when I first got it, I thought, oh, I'll never be able to do that because there's no way I can stop midday, like, and I'll be, and sometimes at night I fall asleep. And so, um, but I, I started it and I loved it. And now I'm really I'm looking forward to, sometimes I even just take it in the bathroom midday, like for a quick, like, I'm going to do this now. I just have a little pause. But um, I wanted to just read a couple of the, it also has some beautiful prayers in it. And, um, it's a neat way to just stop and allow God to whisper to, to me throughout the day. I feel like our lives are so busy. They're so full. If you're in the parenting phases, then you're literally like you get up, you get the kids ready, you get them to school, um, or many of you are educating them at home and you're like 
doing that all day long and then you you don't come home you go to sports you go to uh, music lessons um, you cram dinner in somewhere whether it's through the, the drive-through line um, then you when you do get home it's homework it's it's laundry it's pajamas it's bed and repeat it's just a lot yeah so life is busy but for our retirees we have a lot of retired people they're busier than the parents. It's insane what our retired families do. I am exhausted by some of our people in our 70s. I think they have more energy than we do. Um, just makes it makes makes it crazy. So life is crazy. Um, finding a way to discipline yourself to pause and allow God to whisper is important. So this has been a good tool for me. It's um, like I said, Psalms in 30 Days, Trev and Wax. And I wanted to read at the very beginning of each day, there's a confession of faith. What do we believe? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead and on the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. What a great whispered reminder, first thing in the morning. The Savior that I worship is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. And that comes from the Apostles' Creed. And then there will be a prayer for the church included. Blessed Lord, who caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning, grant us to hear them. Grant us to read, to mark, to learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience, and the comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which you have given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. And then it'll take you to Psalms. You'll read through them. Can I read one that I think is relevant for today? Sure. Psalm 19 says, The heavens declare the glory of God. And certainly when we watch snow or ice or even rainfall, it declares the glory of God. The sky displays his handiwork. Day after day it speaks out, and night after night it reveals his greatness. There is no actual speech or word nor is its voice literally heard, and yet its voice echoes throughout the earth, the whisper. Mm -hmm. Its words carry to the distant horizon in the sky. He has pitched a tent for the sun. Like a bridegroom, it emerges from its chamber. Like a strong man, it enjoys running its course. It emerges from the distant horizon and goes from one end of the sky to the other. Nothing can escape its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, and it preserves one's life. The rules set down by the Lord are reliable. 
and impart wisdom to the inexperienced. The Lord's precepts are fair and they make one joyful. The Lord's commands are pure and give insight for life. Do you need insight? Pause for the whisper. The commands to fear the Lord are right and they endure forever. The judgments given by the Lord are trustworthy and absolutely just. They are of greater value than gold, than even a great amount of pure gold. They bring greater delight than honey, than even the sweetest honey from the honeycomb. Yes, your servant finds moral guidance there. Those who obey them receive a rich reward. You want reward? Listen for the whisper and obey. Who can know all his errors? Who can understand his sins? Please don't punish me for the sins that I am unaware of, God. Moreover, keep me from committing flagrant sins. Do not allow such sins to control me. Then I will be blameless and innocent of blatant rebellion. May my words and my thoughts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my sheltering rock and my redeemer. And then finally, we'll close with a prayer for the church at night. And this is a prayer for, for the church, not just the house of prayer, but for all of the church. The global church. Yeah, the global church of God. Lord, make us an instrument of peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, let us sow pardon. Where there is doubt, let us sow faith. Where there is despair, let us sow hope. Where there is darkness, let us sow light. Where there is sadness, let us sow joy. O Divine Master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, that we may not seek so much to be understood as to understand, and that we may not so much seek to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born again to eternal life. Amen. Yeah, what a great, what a great prayer. Yeah, beautiful. Some great reflections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really neat way for me to listen. Yeah. So that's the encouragement today, is to take some time to listen to God, to see where He's at, to see what He's doing, and just to spend some time with Him. You've got a clean slate today. Uh, some of you will have some hectic and busy, you know, especially like Sarah said, if there's little ones running around. Uh, others of you uh, will have a quiet house today, and that's okay too, and, and there's time to reflect. Um, and to think about the Lord in, in either one of those, uh, either one of those days. So, uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, Sarah's closed us in prayer already, and a good reflective prayer of that. Um, like I said at the beginning, check and make sure the people around you yes. have everything that they need. Uh, be a good neighbor as as you can uh, do that. Do it in the name of the Lord. Yes. And uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you back either at a midweek Bible study on Wednesday night um, or next Sunday morning. Lord, we'll, we'll be back in person. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We love you. We love you. And uh, more importantly, God loves you. Mm -hmm. We'll see you soon.